This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. 50 years after the events of the final Harry Potter books and Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote an entire series of fan fiction books based on Hogwarts. This is book one in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Boys. Bloods, and welcome to Harry Potter and the Boys, a fan fiction podcast by me, Radio Mike. Uh, yeah, I thought I was like, oh, I'll start the podcast this week with like every week I'll start with a different Harry Potter reference. So this week it's Hello Mudbloods. So feel free to suggest them, suggest next week's one as well, because you know, it, really, there are so many references. So, what should I start the show with next week? Welcome to Harry Potter and the Boys. As I said, this is a fan fiction podcast by me, Radio Mike, where I read my Harry Potter fan fiction that I wrote when I was in year seven at school, when I was 13 years old. We are today going to read chapter four of this fan fiction. And can I just start today's podcast by saying that I am so, so uh, grateful and astounded by uh, all of the feedback and, and all of the people who are listening to this show and genuinely just really, really seem to be enjoying it. The download numbers for episode three uh, were extremely high, like they tripled on like all the previous eps. Uh, obviously, I had my good friend Luke Kidgel as a guest, so go back and listen to that. Uh, go back and listen to all the chapters if you haven't listened to any uh, so far. Don't start at chapter four because then you won't. You obviously will just be in the midst of this incredible story and you just won't get anything. So go and listen from chapter one. But uh, yeah, the, I'm really, really stoked with the fact that people seem to be really enjoying this podcast, downloading it listening to it, listening to it, sharing it with friends, uh, which is amazing. And, and word of mouth is really the best way for this podcast to grow. So if you love this pod, if you think this pod is a bit of fun and, and pretty funny, and it's, you know, a lighthearted fun thing for people to listen to, and you have friends who you think would be interested in HP and the B, Harry Potter and the Boys, please recommend it uh, to your friends. The more people that hear this podcast, the better. I really want this podcast to be big. I know like Harry Potter, there's a big market. There's a few podcasts out there. But I think, as I said in previous episodes, we are the only Australian fan fiction Harry Potter podcast. I repeat, we are the only Australian fan fiction Harry Potter podcast, as far as I know. Uh, that is the world's only Australian fan fiction podcast. That is a selling point and a half, if I have ever heard one. That is a, a very, very good selling point. So please get your friends around it and uh, keep engaging with the show uh, the way you have been. A few people have written in. Uh, Adrian wrote into me on Instagram this week. He says, Mike, I love this podcast series. You've got me hooked. And so did Alexander. He said, Mike, I listened to all three episodes of Harry Potter and the Boys last night. It's so good. Uh, great hearing them. And, and, and please leave a written review on the Apple Podcast app. That is another way for this show to blow up. Uh, that is the best way for this show to blow up. Uh, metaphorically blow up, of course. The show will not blow up at any point. But uh, 
Chapter three was a lot of fun. And I do have a few things that I wanted to address from chapter three before we get into chapter four. As I said, uh, Luke Kidd will join me and all of these episodes. If you're listening to the audio version of this pod, great. That's awesome. If you'd like, all of these podcasts go up in full in video form. I film the episodes. They go up on my YouTube channel, Radio Mike as well as my other podcast, 20th Century Boy, in full there. So if you want to check it out there, feel free to watch a video version of it. Uh, and a bunch of other videos go up there every now and then, mainly pop culture and nerdy stuff. You know, you go, by now you guys know me. I'm a big geek. I love nerdy stuff. And uh, that's why I do a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast, to be honest. So yeah, if you'd like to do that, please subscribe there, get some videos. And I also put clips from this, like funny moments from this pod, on my Instagram, radio.mike. So chuck me a follow there. If you haven't, uh, check out some of the clips of this if you'd like to have a laugh. And it's a good way to tag your friends in those and, you know, let them see it. So they might be interested in listening to the podcast as well. Please do that. Uh, But I am super, super grateful for all the feedback that I have had. An email came in at radiomikepod at gmail.com, which is probably the best way for you to get in touch with me. It came in from Ethan. He said, just wondering if the pod gets popular big enough, would you consider doing two episodes a week? Because if all the books have 20 plus chapters, it's going to take years to finish all seven. Cheers, Mikey Mike. Have a good one, Ethan. And uh, that's an interesting point. I haven't thought too much about it yet. There are seven books in my fan fiction Harry Potter franchise that I wrote all when I was in year seven. I think it must have gone through to year eight and maybe year nine. I don't know. I don't remember the exact timeline. But yeah. If this podcast can grow, yeah, I'd happily do that. But again, it's like a time thing. So yeah, I'll see how I go with that. A few things, as I said, to follow up from on chapter three, there was a couple things I was just thinking about during the week. Uh, There was, well, the first one is, and I, you know, I can't believe I'm going to bring it up. There was a moment from chapter three where chapter three was set in Diagon Alley. The boys, the eponymous boys of the book were in Diagon Alley getting all their supplies for the school year. Uh, and most of the book was reading certain things on the, on the book list for the school, the book list, the equipment list, like what you have to buy. And uh, well, I wonder if I, I'll cut the audio in. I'll cut the audio from last week in of this moment uh, from the episode. And uh, I've been thinking a lot about it during the week for a bunch of reasons. So here it is. Three sets of plain woolen robes, black. You're looking at the book like- I can't believe you wrote that. It's so, the next line- it makes it so obvious Mike wrote this when he was 13. <laughs> okay, go. Read it out. So the next thing in the uh, list to buy, one pair of protective gloves, then in brackets, for girls who wish to give hand jobs. Oh. <laughs> God, this is really p- problematic. <laughs> so, yeah, funny line. Well, I guess it's funny. It's certainly a year seven joke. Like, it's a funny year seven joke uh, that a year seven kid would make, uh, you know, but, but, but when you actually think about it, I actually just started thinking about it. So it says like, you know, a one pair of, of gloves and then in brackets for girls who wish to give hand jobs. And, and we've all been there, you know, I assume that everyone listening to this podcast, well, maybe not, but I assume everyone listening to this podcast has had or given a hand job at some point in their life. It's just part of growing up, guys. We all get there. And, um, but I was thinking about it and not, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that I'm speaking from experience. Um, Well, I guess I am, but also just general knowledge of, you know, being an adult and understanding how sex works, like most of us do. Don't think, I don't really understand what the joke was year seven, Mike, because women or men or whoever's doing it, 
don't tend to wear gloves or any hand appendage when giving a hand job. And again, sorry, this is an this is an M15 plus episode of this podcast. Well, most of them are. But like, did anyone else have that thought? Like, why is that a joke? Like, why why is it funny? Why at Hogwarts did in this world of Hogwarts that I've created in my weird 13-year-old mind, why do the girls have to wear gloves to give hand jobs? Um really didn't make sense to me. I thought about it a lot and I was just like, where, what is the joke in that? Is it just the word hand job? Is it just funny that I, I don't know. Um, another thing I did want to bring up is that I, I am sure at points um, and, you know, I think this is the reality of visiting a book that I wrote in 2007 when I was 13 and I was much less mature and understanding. I think there will be moments in this book that might be a bit problematic by today's standards. And uh, I think that's just, you know, something that we'll come across when we come across, like even that, that bit, you know, well, I don't know if it's necessarily sexist. I don't know, but it's just a little bit like, oh, that's a bit weird. Um, but I think there will, there might be some bits like that, that we might just have to explore by today's standards. And that's just something that we may have to do based on the fact that this was written uh, 13 years ago and that's okay. Uh, so yeah, let's just accept that that is a, a fact. Um, I would love for people to write in any like references they think they've picked up that I may have missed while reading the book, any funny moments they thought were particularly funny or just any musings or thoughts or queries or concerns or questions about this fan fiction, please feel free to write them in radiomikepod at gmail.com radio.mike on Instagram. They're probably the easiest ways for you to get in touch with me. They're the easiest ways to interact with the show. So please do it. I encourage and implore all of you to do so. Uh, One person who has done so every episode of the pod so far, and I am now officially going to dub this person, the official uh, correspondent of the show. It's Amy. Uh, Thank you for getting back to me, Amy, because last week I asked Luke Kidgel uh, well, well, Amy had written in saying that she had engaged with Harry Potter and read Harry Potter in French. I assume, Amy, that you uh, either study French or you maybe you have French heritage. I don't know. Great. What For whatever reason, she's read Harry Potter in French. And she was uh, telling us in response to me saying Hufflepuff is the worst house, objectively still true in my opinion, uh, Amy was uh, gave us the name of the Hufflepuff house in French, which is... Well, we thought it was, I pronounced it as Puff Souffle. Uh, I stand corrected. Amy has gotten in touch with us as we ask. She says, hey guys, just getting back to you about the names of the Hogwarts houses in the French translations of Harry Potter. Uh, see attached for correct pronunciation. And she's attached an audio file. I'm going to play it now. Here is the pronunciation of all of the Hogwarts houses in French, which I find very interesting. Hey, so the correct French pronunciation of the Hogwarts houses, we have Gryffindor, Gryffindor, um, Ravenclaw, Sortegle, Hufflepuff, Pouf Souffle, and Slytherin, which is Serpentard. So, you know, Gryffindor is a pretty straight translation there. Gryffindor to Gryffindor or how I'm not going to pr- pretend I can pronounce French words. Ravenclaw becomes, yes. So I, I'm going to just do it. Like, she's done it better, obviously. But yeah, eagle is the French word for eagle. She's written this, which is the Ravenclaw animal. Yep. Always found it funny as well that the Ravenclaw animal is an eagle, not a raven. Doesn't really make sense, but but here we are. So, so and then Hufflepuff is... Puff suf suf and then she says suf means breath or puff so hufflepuff um and 
Slytherin is Serpentin. Serpent being the French word for snake, which, you know, I think we could all see that. But thank you for clarifying, Amy. So that's very interesting. So here is every week I'm going to do a couple talking points to help you guys get engaged with the show just before we read the fan fiction. This week's talking points. Have you engaged with Harry Potter in any language other than English? Uh, Like Amy has done it with French. Maybe you have read Harry Potter in Japanese. Maybe you've read it in Chinese. Maybe you've read it in Italian. Uh, I would love for you to... Give us any information or just any quirky things, funny, interesting things. I know there's a lot of, uh, I know there's one language where, because apparently when Tom Marvolo Riddle translate to I am Lord Voldemort in Chamber of Secrets, which is a big reveal moment of uh, Chamber of Secrets, apparently that was a real nightmare to translate into other languages because they all had to be an anagram that was applicable in that language. And I'm pretty sure, I may be wrong, but I, if I recall correctly, I believe in one language, Tom Riddle's middle name is Elvis, which I just find hilarious. But uh, yeah, so any language other than English that you've engaged with Harry Potter in, I'd be really interested to hear. One question for you, Amy, as the official correspondent of the show, I'd be really interested to know because obviously a lot of the spells in Harry Potter are just based on Latin. And I explained that last week with Luke with the spell Locomotor Mortis, which is locomo, which is movement, mortis, which is death, death of movement. It's a leg binding curse, right? Um, And that's all just Latin words. So I'm wondering if in French, are the spells the same and they're just straight up, essentially straight up Latin, uh, or have they been translated again? And how do the spells work? If anyone's read it in any Asian languages or just any other language, how do the spells work? Are they still just Latin? I'm really interested to hear that as well. And another talking point, which always stands on this show and is a great debate that I always love to have uh, is what is your favorite Harry Potter book and movie? Uh, Mitch wrote in and said, my favorite book is Half-Blood Prince. I just like how everybody just writes Harry off as a loon and the duality of the book between him and Malfoy. Really good point. Goblet of Fire is the most fun movie in his opinion. Uh, Lazza says, my favorite movie was always Chamber of Secrets. You've got the house cup still going. You've got Gilderoy Lockhart. You've got a cool as fuck basilisk. Iconic lines like scared Potter. I've only read the first Harry Potter book. Mm. Well, that's a bit of a shame. Once in year three and once in year 12 when I was bored, I was going to read the rest but never got round to it. So there are two ones there. Scooter also said Half-Blood Prince is my favorite movie. A few more comedic bits that I enjoyed. Interesting because I always thought the comedic uh, teen romance vibe of Half-Blood Prince really killed it. The book was really, really dark and they really, really changed it in the movie a fair bit. And I didn't think Half-Blood Prince handled the actual concept of the Half-Blood Prince very well at all in the movie. Like, it's just that reveal from Snape at the end where he says, I'm the half-blood prince. But it's just like in, in the movie, in the book, there was so much more explanation as to what that actually means, like his family and everything like that. And you learn more about Snape, my favorite Harry Potter character. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and finally, before we get into it, one more correction uh, to issue from last week, which is uh, when... I asked Luke to name any Hufflepuff and he said Helena. And then I said that Helena Hufflepuff was Helga Hufflepuff's daughter, the Grey Lady. But I, that's not correct at all. Helena Raven, Helena Ravenclaw, I believe, is the Grey Lady. But I've done no fact checking on this. This is just my memory. Am I? I'm pretty sure it's Helena Ravenclaw that is the Grey Lady. Uh, but I may be incorrect again. Feel free to call me out on this. Get in touch. Languages, spells, and. Uh, and also, what did you? What have you learnt from Harry Potter that you didn't know? For example, I, you know, 
language was always a big thing with Harry Potter because I really like languages and um, I always loved figuring out what the spells meant by referring back to like the original Latin, like with Locomotor Mortis. So that was something that I thought was really cool. But without further ado, guys, and I, I again, I do not have a guest this week, but there will be guests. A lot of people enjoyed having a guest on the show. So there will be guests from time to time. Sometimes it's a bit hard to tee up just with work and everything like that. So this week I am riding solo. Let us open the PDF of Harry Potter and the Boys that is saved on my MacBook Pro non-sponsored and uh let's just read the next chapter which is chapter four so when we left off as i said the boys were left in a leg lock in the middle of diagon alley by a boy named dragon male boy uh who is based on draco malfoy he's a bully he put them in a leg lock and people in diagon alley were pointing and laughing at the boys which seemed very cruel of me to write. Uh, and the book also mentioned that Dragon Mailboy was going to die on page 14 or some other book, some some other page sometime soon, which was quite foreboding. I've never, I've never seen a book announce that, don't worry, this character is going to die in 30 pages time. I've never seen a book sort of spoil itself like that. So maybe that happens in that chapter. I don't know. Here we go. It's chapter four, The Eventful Ride on the Hogwarts Express. So we're going on to the Hogwarts Express on platform nine and three quarters. So the chapter starts as such. One day, they all started their journey to platform nine and three quarters. And JK Rowling has never started a chapter like that. One day, Harry started his journey to platform nine and three quarters. The last chapter, they were stranded in Diagon Alley in a leg lock being unable to move with people pointing and laughing at them. We, we, we know no further information about how that progressed, how they got out of it. Suddenly, one day, they all started their journey to Platform 9 and 3 quarters. Just one day, it happened. That's just, that's terrible writing. Uh, Michael was an experienced flyer and flew his broomstick. So I guess that's a bit of character development on Michael. He flew his broomstick. Uh, Rob somehow just, this is what the book says, Rob somehow just appeared there because I couldn't think of a way for him to get there. <laughs> so I guess me, the author slash the narrator of the book, I, 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 I guess the narrator is not me. The narrator, well, the, I guess the narrator is the author. So the narrator has just said to the reader, I couldn't think of a way for this, the second person to get there. So he just, appeared there he just appeared at, at platform nine and three quarters and if people can just appear anywhere he could have just appeared at hogwarts we could have skipped this whole chapter anyway i digress uh lucky flew his enchanted car with his dad mad chamber of secrets vibes there and also they, they would jk rowling would never write like this as well like no they all went to platform nine and three they, they all went to hogsmaid harry flew his broomstick Ron flew the car and Hermione walked. Like they, they just would never, they, she would never do that. It's just, this is not, this is not a good way of writing at all. There is no exposition. It's just, it's just sentences. Uh, Luke was a junior Olympic walking champion and walked all the way. <laughs> so I guess like, I, I don't know. I guess the Olympics, I guess the Olympics exist in the Harry Potter wor world. And apparently Luke is a junior Olympic walking champion. So he walked to Hogwarts, presumably like walked. No, he walked to platform nine and three quarters. Okay. That makes a bit more sense. Uh, and then Sam and Tom were twins, which we already know. And they used a port key. 
Uh, and then, and, and the book goes on. So, and just so you know, because it's relevant to the next sentence, the, the book, uh, all of those sentences explaining how each of the boys got to platform nine and three quarters, all of those sentences were like one paragraph, as in there's a paragraph space between all of them. So then the book says, those five paragraphs were completely pointless and used up a whole page. <laughs> so again, the narrator acknowledging this is a book and those paragraphs wasted a whole page. When they arrived at King's Cross Station, they all began to run through the barrier. And this, this is just, this is just dragging on. Cause the thing about having six main characters is that um, <laughs> like you, I've just, I think I just fill space essentially by listing what each of the boys does, you know? So like, like I've just done, here's, here's the next bit. First went Rob. Second was Lockie. Third was Michael. Fourth was Tom. Mm, how interesting is this, guys? D- doing the exact order of where ev- when everyone went through the barrier. Fifth was Sam. And then it goes, bang, crash. That's what's written. Bang, crash, exclamation marks after both. What? Said Luke. Wait, but is that Luke responding to bang and crash? I think the bang and crash is the sound. It feels like someone has banged and crashed into something. What? What? It just says, what? Said Luke. And then it goes, <laughs> the barrier sealed itself, just like in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Never in Harry Potter or any book for that matter has, has the book, has a character in the book referenced the title of another book. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no, Voldemort's come back to life just like in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> oh no, Darth Vader's, Darth Vader is Luke is Luke Skywalker's father. Just like in Star Wars Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back, guys. This is crazy. It just doesn't happen. Oh no, guys, Aslan's dead again. Just like in The Lion, The Witch and the Wardrobe, Book Two of the Chronicles of Narnia series. So, so I assume that's Sam talking and, and, and again, acknowledging that the barrier has sealed itself, just like in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So the, so the boys are aware that the first seven Harry, that, that Harry Potter's adventures I, are, a, are a book series. They are aware of this. Uh, no, Sam, said Luke, you just ran into a train. <laughs> so Sam, rather than walk through the barrier, to platform nine and three quarters. Everyone's managed to do it. Just go in a straight line through that barrier. They're just running through one, two, three, four, bam. Sam somehow following on from all these guys managed to manages to swerve to the left or the right and run into, I assume a moving train based on the next sentence, because it says Sam covered in blood and pus got up and walked through the barrier. (laughs) So Sam has just been flat out hit by a train. He's ran into a train. He's covered in blood and pus. The next sentence, maybe you should see a doctor, said Rob, after Sam had explained the whole story. So presumably Sam runs through the barrier. He's covered in blood and pus. The rest of the boys go, what happened to you? He goes, guys, I ran into a train. 
Rob, as a good friend does, goes, maybe you should see a doctor. Do they have doctors in the Harry Potter world? It's never mentioned. Oh, I guess they, they must. They, they have to. Uh, maybe you should see a doctor, said Rob. Never, said, replied Sam in brackets. He was very stubborn. <laughs> so despite being covered in blood and pus, he refuses to see a doctor. That's, that, is, that is stubborn. That is very stubborn. They all got onto one carriage on the bus. They all had their pets as well. Lockie had a pet rat who was hopeless at everything. His name was Scabbits, and suddenly Lockie squished it, which ruins all my ideas for the third book in this series, in which Lockie's rat is actually a fat guy called Peter Pottergrove. <laughs> so that's obviously a reference to Scabbers and Peter Pettigrew and the Prisoner of Azkaban. So I like... I don't know. I guess you know some for some reason Lockie kills his 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 pet rat that could have turned into this amazing story twist about a fat guy called Peter Pottergrove, but that's obviously not happening now. Uh, suddenly, the door slid open and a skinny, weird, probably a fifth year walked in. Okay, I have to stay in here. Everywhere else is full, he said. Uh, okay. He explained that he was a loner and had no friends. <laughs> you don't, you, I feel like loners don't generally announce their lonerism. Like you'd never meet a loner. He's like, oh, g'day guys. I'm a loner and I have no friends. You'd never meet someone who would do that. Right. Cause if, if they did, you'd just kind of be like, okay, that's a really weird thing to say, but this guy, no shame. He just says, I'm a loner and I have no friends. Uh, Michael noticed that he had a strange birthmark on his forehead, shaped like a star. This is, uh, you know, mad parallels here between uh, Harry Potter's lightning bolt shaped scar and uh, the strange birthmark. It's not a scar. It's a birthmark on his forehead shaped like a star. Very, very interesting stuff. Uh, Will you boys be my friend? He stared at them with puppy dog eyes. (laughs) <laughs> and then it, and so he's looking at them like Will you guys be my friend and he's obviously he's you know a self-admitted loner the next part of the book says the boys had no choice no said tom <laughs> which i think is a, is is actually pretty funny because it's subverting what you'd expect because if it says the boys had no choice you expect them to go yes okay we'll be your friend but tom <laughs> The boys had no choice. No, of course we're not going to be your friend. You're a loner. We can't be seen around you. No, said Tom. So they're not going to be his friend. The boy told them that his name was Harold. Some of the interactions in this book just don't make any sense though. Will you? Th- this boy comes in. He tells them he's a loner. He then says, will you boys be my friend? And they say no. And then he goes, okay, my name's Harold. <laughs> like okay you won't be my friend here's my name in case you change my, your mind my name's harold if you change your mind there there it is uh and and i assume he stays he stays in uh the the carriage it goes for the next 45 minutes harold harold blabbed on about why the nimbus 2001 was better than the nimbus 2000 the boys sat down just listening to his terrible voice he spoke with an idiotic, idiotic lisp that no one wanted to hear. 
apologies to all lisp speakers out there he spoke with an idiotic and idiotic is spelt i-d-i-o-d-i-c which is the incorrect spelling it's uh t-i-c idiotic uh idiotic lisp that no one wanted to hear that's awful very awful finally he left to use the bathroom (laughs) and then it says and this is this is awful Rob got up quickly and locked the door. <laughs> right, we're coming up to the end of the chapter here. So he's like, he leaves to go to the bathroom. So he must be like, oh, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, guys. I'll see you soon. And he goes out. The boy's like, yep, great. See you soon. And Rob just locks the door. <laughs> oh, it goes on. It goes on. About five minutes later, there was another knock at their door. Oh, they could see that it wasn't Harold because he was too short. They opened the door. Here we go, guys. Here we go. A boy named Derek, and then in brackets, get this, just in case you forgot who Derek was, it says, a boy named Derek, in brackets, who was briefly mentioned in chapter two. (laughs) Well, it wasn't briefly mentioned. If you go back, the entirety of chapter two was based around Derek, who who appears to be one of the major characters in the book. I don't know if he's one of the boys in inverted commas from the title, um, but he is, uh, he's definitely, he's definitely a main character. He's on the cover of this podcast, by the way, he's the chubby one with the the wand up his nose. So go take a look at that. Uh, and he, j- and I guess Derek just walks in and starts speaking because he says, I can't wait to get to Hogwarts. He said, and then, it, and then it says, I hope I get into Gryffindor I hope I get into Gryffindor and then it just says Jojo Juni, J-O-J-O-J-U-N-I. I can't wait to get to Hogwarts, he, he said, exclamation mark, which which syntax-wise doesn't make sense. I hope I get into Gryffindor Jojo Juni, which I, I don't know what that means, unfortunately. I don't know if that's a joke or a reference, but that's what it says. And I'm, I'm reading this book verbatim. Uh what the bloody hell was he talking about? Asked Luke. And the train continued to drive on the train tracks. And then it says, um, end of chapter. <laughs> so the narrator is announcing uh, that the chapter is over. That is the end of chapter four of Harry Potter and the boys. And now we, our, our, our major characters, Derek and the boys, I'm kind of counting the boys as one character because there is no, there are no defining features of the boys so far really they're all just generic boys and there is i will say this there is a severe lack of any female representation in this book i don't remember there being any female characters in this book which is such a shame oh hermione is a major character in the book later on but uh being a a young boy i just didn't like i barely even knew what girls were essentially and didn't have a sister or anything so sorry about that um but also Stuff, you know, our, our main characters are starting to come together. There, there are two boys as well on the front of this podcast. Uh, Dave Ferrier, the artist, I just said, just draw two boys. I don't know. I'm going to say they're Michael and Rob, but uh, they can be whoever you want them to be. Uh, there are, And then there are a couple other things in there that I think we find out a bit more about later. What did you think of the chapter? Let me know any of the pipes that I've already told you to get in touch with me. Chapter five this is going to be a good one, is called Welcome to Hogwarts. Looks like the boys finally make it to Hogwarts and we really start to get underway with uh, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. We may meet Harry Potter in the next chapter, which will be very, very cool. 
Um, but that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode of the podcast. I'm liking the length. Like I think, you know, 30 minutes. I hope people are happy with like, you know, 10, 12 minutes at the top, just sort of recapping, talking about Harry Potter, talking about stuff, reading your messages. That's kind of how I want it to be. Then the next like 15 minutes being reading the fanfic. Uh, please, as I said at the top, leave a review. That would really mean the world to me if you just go on the podcast app, the Apple podcast app, write a review or just rate it five stars. Four we accept. We do not accept three or under here at Radio Mike Productions. So go and give them to some other company's podcast. I'm barely a company. And follow me on Instagram, subscribe to the YouTube, check out, watch a full video. If you've watched, if you've listened to the pod and you've got some time at home and you want to give the video version a watch this time, feel free to do that. It's just me hanging out on a couch, reading my fan fiction. It's a bit of fun. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I do really, really appreciate all of the feedback, as I've said, and email in. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I'm such a Harry Potter nerd and I'm having so much fun just uh, revisiting this and talking about Harry Potter. And I hope you want to do that with me as well. And that's why you're sticking by. Tell your friends, uh, listen to my other podcast, 20th Century Boy. That's just, you know, me talking. If you like me, you might like that. If you hate me, you might like it because you can hate listen to me and you can be like, fucking hate this guy. This guy sucks so much. So go and do that. And yeah, I will let you go. I'll let you get back to whatever it was you were doing before you were listening to me on this podcast. Has a podcast ever ended like that? Hey guys, I'll let you go. Thanks for listening. I'll let you go. I'm done. I'll let you get back to what you were doing. Uh, Thank you for listening, all you mudbloods out there. Uh, My name has been Radio Mike and Harry Potter and the Boys has been the inside of my mind, my year seven mind to be more exact. Catch you later.